Welcome to Face Off with Callie and Tristan. Face Off is a show where we debate two similar, kind of similar artists of different genres and we argue for which one is better or which one deserves the win. And then afterwards, you, the listener, get to vote on our social media for for who you think is better. So... Um, stay tuned for the the great debate. We have four arguments per person, and after each argument, we play uh, a little clip of the song that we're talking about to kind of back up the argument. So that's just kind of the the rundown of the show. But mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about last week and who won because I'm, yeah. I'm a little I'm shook. I'm a little shook. I'm not. Okay, like, ju- you, Justin- can, you, can, <laughs> you can blow all you want, Tristan, but I feel a little bit hurt by the fans who didn't vote for Justin Bieber. Okay, let me preface this. Justin Bieber lost to Justin Timberlake last week. By a very large margin. I'm not butthurt. I understand why. I understand there's a lot of nostalgia behind that, but I'm just sad at, at like how large the margin was i guess it was large margin and you know what let's call it even because um i was i I think it's a similar situation to when we did bts and big time rush i was like yeah i was like pretty shocked because the margin was pretty similar Um, but see i was shocked on that one too i mm. was like I, i was shook I was like, this many people like Big Time Rush? I was like, where did all of you come from? (laughs) Yeah, they just came out of the woodworks (laughs) to vote for Big Time Rush. It's like, oh my God, they need to to uh, renew the show. (laughs) (laughs) But here, I feel like you, so you're saying you're not very shocked at all. Um, I expected it to be more like 60-40 or 70-30. Yeah, me too. I didn't expect such a big... Yeah. That's what took me aback because I'm like, hold up. I had way more faith than y'all. Okay, <laughs> we'll move on. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so this week we have Foster the People versus Tame Impala. And I'm going to be going for Foster the People. Um, and I'll just get started on my first argument. So a little background. The band Foster the People is an American indie pop or indie rock band formed in LA in 2009 and currently it consists of four people it used to consist of three but two of them left and then two were brought on for the most recent album so the most important person you should know about is the lead vocalist Mark Foster who the band is named after and He is originally from Ohio. He moved to L.A. and was a struggling musician for about six years. He was struggling to find band members and writing songs at the same time. But eventually he found a couple people and and named his band Foster and the People. But it just that didn't really stick. And people misheard it and, and they heard Foster the People. 
And so he actually liked it better. And he thought that it meant like taking care of the people, like fostering the people, yeah. which I think I like is that really name interesting. More too. Yeah, it's it's different. Um, and I, I love hearing how band names evolve. I feel like it's just mm -hmm. really interesting. Yeah, um, we we were talking about like Migos and Ray Shremert and how they started yeah. off like with the the worst names. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so funny just hearing like what people come up with for their yeah. for their name. So the first song I'm gonna play is called Pumped Up Kicks, and if you don't know this song, which is very unlikely that you don't know this song, it's it came out in 2011, and it was a single before their album Torches came out it was actually a single in like 2010 i believe and the album came out in 2011 and this song i have to say would probably be my first introduction to indie pop i was in like fifth grade or something when i heard this <laughs> and i think it aligns really well with hello goodbyes here in your arms <laughs> which is also really famous during that time so these two songs were like my my awakening to like indie <laughs> pop. And and so this song is really interesting if if you look at it and the and the background of it. It's production-wise, it's a crossover of genres. There's um it's actually one of the first indie pop songs just in history to also be mainstream pop and have this like catchy like dance beat to it. It's kind of got like a lo-fi tone uh, in the vocals. Um, but the thing that makes this song stand out so much is the lyrics. And the lyrics are vague enough to where you can sing along and I don't, I, I could never quite tell, maybe it was because I was so young, but I could never tell if this song was actually popular because of it, how catchy it was or because of the underlying message of it. And I feel like people, you know, you can sing to the lyrics and then when you, when you really read the lyrics and you, and you, uh, look into it, you get hit by a bus basically. Um, <laughs> it's, it's about, well, Mark Foster wrote this song in response to a mass shooting and, and it, and the lyrics basically try to get into the head of like a psychotic mass shooter. It's kind of like Truman Capote's In Cold Blood. It's kind of like this weird uh, story with an interesting point of view. And, and I think it's interesting to put, uh, well, I think it's important to have this song be the first one that I play because it shows how, while Mark Foster, he didn't think this song was very special when he wrote it. He thought it was just like the other ones. Um, he also really takes the label of being an artist seriously. And he takes a lot of responsibility to kind of magnifying the atrocities that go on in our world. And, and I think it's, it's really awesome that he was able to put these lyrics with such an upbeat and contrasting like rhythmic major key song to make people listen. So, so it, to me, he's giving music a purpose outside of just like relaxing and, and enjoying uh, your time listening. So, 
This is Pumped Up Kicks. Okay, so yeah, I really like that song. I like, I like how their pop music is like, like it's really smart and the instrumentation is super eclectic and cool. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't. I like both of these bands a lot. Um, and really, yeah, I like Foster the tables people. have turned this week then because like I, I low key like I, I don't really like Tame Impala. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. It's fine though. Did you did you I listen mean, to the songs? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I was like not sure. I was trying to think of what your interests were, and I could see you going either way in terms of like I don't really like this or I really like it. I think the the little voice in your mind that was like, oh, she only likes like dance music, was like, nah, she does he she doesn't like Tame Impala. <laughs> Okay, not to okay, I don't not like him. I think okay, you can get into your argument. I'll tell you why later. Okay. Okay. So Tame Impala is a psychedelic music project. Um, so it's a different genre than Foster the People, but there are a lot of similarities. I think um Tame Impala uh especially in like currents and their most recent album, um, they use a lot of electronic inspiration. Uh which definitely, obviously, there's a lot of electronic instrumentation in Foster the People's music. And their melodies are, like, really good. And both bands, I think, are really good at creating melodies. Whereas a lot of rock bands or psychedelic music usually focus more on the atmosphere. Um, I think Tame Impala does a great job of bringing in strong melodies to, like, hook you into the song. Um, and then, And then, like, the atmospheric... Uh, and like really cool instrumentation, like keeps you listening to it. Um, so I kind of tried to choose a variety of songs here. So I went back and listened to, I haven't listened to all of them, but Inner Speaker and Lonerism are their first two albums in 2010 and 2012, respectively. Um, so Tame Impala is founded by Kevin Parker. He's the main instrumentalist uh he does the vocals and everything and he records the songs all by himself and then he goes and records the songs live with a band so the the live instrumentation like if you see it on tour is gonna be a whole new version of the song which i think is super super cool and i love when bands 
uh, do that. And it's like a different experience when you're seeing it in concert. Um, so the reason I, I haven't listened to all the songs, like I said, I've listened to all of Currents and their most recent album, The Slow Rush. But these first two albums are a lot more raw and have a lot more rock influence, um, psychedelic rock. And I really like the distortion and just some of the creativity that goes into the music. And uh, Kevin Parker said that whenever he, he tries to create sounds that are deceiving in a way, and he, he will make guitar sounds with synths or vice versa, which I think is super cool. And just hearing about his influences for the projects are really cool. And so one of the songs I liked off of the first album, Inner Speaker, is Solitude is Bliss. Um, so... Yeah, here it is. that song i definitely think his earlier music is better um, i think i think a lot of people would agree yeah and i really i i don't want to say i don't like him because i really respect what he's doing i think it just comes down to taste for me like i like i remember hearing that he like basically does like all of the music himself on a computer and he's kind of like a one-man band type thing. Um, and and those sounds are definitely like very detailed and, and atmospheric and and they really sound cool. I think I think more so it, what gets to me is that in that song, not so much, but the vocals just bring it down a little bit. Yeah. And I, I feel like if he had a better songwriter and a better singer it would be perfect. So mm. I don't know. That's just how I feel. Um, so the next song I'm going to play by Foster the People is called Waste. And this song is my favorite out of all the songs from Foster the People. They only have three albums, so it's like not that much. But Waste is a, a jam. It's uh, lyrically, again, it shines. Uh, but I think what I, why I like it so much is it has this like broken up jumbled electric guitar beat and and the chorus is also amazing. I think too when I heard it the first time I I loved the theme and the subject of the song 
talking about like this guy who is in a relationship with somebody who's very indecisive and 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 can't make up their mind and always wants to change but then the person is instead of like complaining about it the person is like oh but like I'll stick by you like I'm not going to leave and i think that's so human in a way and kind of represents love in a way this is getting deeper than <laughs> than i expected but it represents love in a way that not you don't really see in mainstream you don't see people like saying like oh i see all the flaws in you but like i definitely accept you and want to stay with you so mm-hmm. i think that that's an awesome message and one thing i love about the style of foster the people is that they have this they they're very minimal with it but the thing that makes them electro pop is they just sprinkle it in they don't do too much they don't overload with like synths and electronic beats but it's just enough to make them stand out so and you can hear that in this song so this is wasted i mean waste not wasted <laughs> So Foster the People reminds me a lot of a another indie pop uh, band similar to Tame Impala in terms of the fact that it's also one man, one man band is Gautier. I love Gautier uh, and all of his music. Um, so yeah. Also low-key a one-hit wonder like Foster the People. <laughs> yeah, no, they're both low-key one-hit wonders, but all of their, I think they have more great music that are, is underrated. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's sleeped on. Yeah, so so my next song is going to be uh, from their next album, Lonerism, in 2012. And I would say, based on like my brief research into the fans' kind of favorite albums, I would say this is probably um, their favorite, uh, if especially for like older listeners. Um, so I'm going to be playing Mind Mischief. I feel like this song is like super cool, and I love the way that guitars and bass guitar is used and just with like varying distortion and like reverb in all of his music. And I like uh, looking at, at artists' influences. Um, like on Wikipedia, whenever you go into an artist page, there's always an influence section and that's my favorite to read about. And so it's interesting. Uh, they're 
Drummer Jay Watson described the music as shoegazy guitar sound, but not played in a shoegazy manner. So shoegaze is like a sort of prerequisite to or precursor to uh, like lo-fi, like bedroom pop, like Claro would have like some shoegaze style. Um, but so I like how there's like lo-fi incorporated into his music. But the problem with lo-fi is that it's not interesting enough um, a lot of the time. So I, that's why I really like um, Tame Impala most of the time. Um, so yeah, this is Mind Mischief. <laughs> Another thing that I love about that song is just like the the raw, just like impact of the guitar and the drums. I just love how present they are. Um, and I love rock music that's just like kind of rough around the edges like that. Yeah, I when I listened to that song, I I really liked that beat. I really liked kind of like the the guitar, the shaggy guitar with like the drums and it's definitely different from his other songs. So I like that you, that you chose that one. The only thing I have, the only problem I have with it is that like he has great musical ideas and, and the music is great, but then the vocals to me were just like too dull, like flat, kind of like laggy and monotone. And I'm sure he's great live. Like I'm sure on a on like a f music festival level he's like great but i can't get myself to listen to his music i feel like i i would be like forcing myself to because i just don't see i don't know like i can't get myself to like those vocals i think that's what it is i don't know um because y'all know i like to dance y'all know i i either like a melody an epic beat or something upbeat and I know that's kind of like, you know, like mainstream pop or whatever. And there's a lot of mainstream music out there that I actually hate. But I think, I don't know. I That song was actually my least favorite out of all of them. I definitely like the beat itself, but the vocals just ruined it for me. So uh, I'm just going to talk briefly about the song I want to play. It's called Houdini. And... I feel like unlike Tame Impala's music, which is kind of like elevator music or background music sometimes, this song is definitely a contrast to that. It's It has its exciting moments and it has this really high-pitched, erratic, electronic synths and trumpets and and it's contrasted with a more structured piano and uh, drum beat. 
So like they're kind of, they kind of contrast and fight with each other, but I think they fit perfectly together. And also I really like the bridge in this song. I think the vocals are really nice. So this is Houdini by Foster the People. forgot to mention that that song is also from the 2011 album torches so i've played three songs on that album so far yeah because <laughs> it's really good that's their most popular one i'd say yeah so i think that your arguments about tim and paula at least the one about his singing which i do agree with um could also like i think i feel the same way about foster the people where i just don't think that there's too much special about his vocals um and so in a way they can be a little grating to listen to for me and it kind of turns me off from some songs but i think that the instrumentation of foster the people and like everything else about their music is like really unique um and then i think that your what did you, you said that tim impala can be like elevator music I think that's true sometimes. It can. <laughs> no, I, I think it's true sometimes. There are some songs where there's just like no uh, climax or like high moment to it. And those songs can be pretty boring. But I love whenever their music, uh, and it, it, it can seem kind of aimless sometimes, but I personally like that kind of music. And I think that's kind of the point of psychedelic music is to just like, go in every direction and, and just experiment with sound and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and just be mellow. I think I, and yeah. that's where I think it comes down to taste is because I don't have the patience for that. You know, like I feel, <laughs> I feel like some people do have the patience and they want just like something to keep them, you know, they want like some music while they clean or like they don't want to be too distracted, which sure. I think is th that's a great situation where you could listen to Tame Impala. But for me as music to like l literally just sit and listen to, I just I can't get on board with that. That makes sense. It definitely is great music to walk to and just like think about <laughs> <Yeah>. life. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely. So I agree with that. My next song is going to be from their 2015 album called Currents. Now, this is the album that everyone knows about. It is the hipster, you know, psych rock 
album that everyone has on vinyl. And <laughs> like literally everyone, if you start a record collection, this is the first album you're going to buy. And it's because <laughs> the album cover is, I mean, it's pretty iconic. Like everyone has seen this album cover, even if it's you, pretty dope, you know, it's really cool. And I would, I think there's an argument to be made that this is probably their worst album, uh, even though it's what got me into them. And I can't say in an unbiased way because I've listened to it so much that um, all of it kind of sounds samey to me now. So I, I don't know. Uh, I can't really judge it objectively. But I chose Let It Happen from this song as my, uh, from this album as my next song because. Um, it is kind of one of those long songs that has like a really great build to it. And the last like few minutes of the song are just like so amazing. And this whole album incorporates a lot more um, EDM and electronic inspiration. And so it kind of has this hypnotic pulsing rhythm to it. Um, like from the four to like five and a half or six minutes, Mark, it's it's really gets into this like electronic EDM beat, and it's like it, it reminds me of of Foster the People a little bit in terms of like like to compare to one song Helena Beat, which is like one yeah. of my favorite Foster the People <laughs> songs. Um, and I didn't like it at first, but I, I love Helena Beat. And let it happen. I I can see your point about it's a little uneventful, but there are moments in it that I really love. And I think this is probably most people's favorite song on this album. Um, it's not necessarily my favorite, but I think it's probably the best. Um, and an, my final point about this album is that um, it, it's such a great homage. Like all of the music is such a great homage to 60s and 70s psychedelic rock. And they use such great... Um, implementation of like panning so there's different sounds going on in the left and right headphone and like reverb and all those I was literally gonna say that yeah I thought that was so cool about this song yeah I I when I listened to it sorry to like interrupt you You're but fine. when I listened to it I thought it was so cool how there was like on the right side of the track like there was things going on it but at the same time on the left side there was other things going on and I was like oh wow this is exciting <laughs> It's actually yeah. my favorite song out of the ones you chose. Oh, really? Okay. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so... And, and whenever you listen to, like, Pink Floyd, like, uh, I think it's Wish You Were Here is my favorite Pink Floyd album, and it totally reminds me of that, where you're, it's just, like, such a visceral experience listening to them. And even the album cover looks like it was made in the 70s, which I think is super cool. Um, and... Um, this album really was like at the peak of the resurgence of uh, buying vinyls and it becoming cool again. <laughs> so even though it's fun to make fun of people who buy records, I have this for the record, so I'm making fun of myself as well. Um, and But it really is popular for a reason. Uh, so yeah, this is Let It Happen.
another thing I wanted to say with that song is that um, the first minute, and with a lot of Tame Impala songs, like the first minute doesn't really encapsulate all of the the height of the song. With everything else we've played, the first minute you get into the chorus and like the first verse and everything. But with that, it's like you really have to listen to the whole song. So if you're listening to this and you're not familiar with Tame Impala, please listen to the whole song because it's a whole experience. Yeah, and this song, I I think the vocals are actually really good, and I think they sound really amazing. Um, so I don't think that all of his vocals are bad. I just think in general they are. But with this song, I think it was really well produced, and I love the details of it. It seems like it took forever to make. <laughs> yeah. So... Okay, so the next song I'm going to show is called Sit Next to Me. And for a while after Foster the People's album Torches came out, it seemed like they were going to be a one-hit wonder or a one-album wonder because their second album didn't land. It was more of a rock album. And it was good, and and the band actually didn't want... The album to be popular because they felt like they had this very high standard to live up to from the first album so they wanted to kind of like bring themselves down a little bit which i thought is interesting they were like we want freedom to make different kinds of music and stuff and i mean all the power to them yeah. but so this album came out in 2017 called sacred hearts club and a song on it or a single from the album was called Sit Next to Me. And it was only until like a year ago, I want to say that the song actually became popular. Like people were sitting on this song and sleeping on it for the longest time. And then all of a sudden it just like blew up. And so this song is kind of like Ellie Goulding's song Lights because Lights was out for like three or four years before it really blew up and it blew up hard like people loved that song but it took forever like i don't know what makes people sleep on songs like that i think it's just before it's time maybe um but so the reason why i like this song so much is it definitely has more of that pop mainstream feel more of like a hip-hop feel it it has an auto-tune effect on the vocals and it I think it really fits with the song. And and also there's this this chorus that bursts into a kind of very high-pitched head voice type uh type harmony. And it's it's really cool. So so and this song to me is an example of why people love Foster the People is because they're an indie band, but they're also a band that you can dance to and that you can jam to and feel good while listening to it. So, so yeah, I love this song. This is Sit Next to Me.
So I heard this song last night for the first time, and I was really hoping that you were going to play it, and so I'm glad you did, uh, because I didn't even know that they had that album um, out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only thing with it is I, I really, really like everything about it, but in like the way it builds up, I love the verse. It's like the way he says, it's over, it's over. Like I just mm -hmm. love the vocals in this but then the chorus is just a little too silly for me. And I was expecting it to be a little bit more grand and like really good. And it, it's like almost there, but it's just a little bit off to me. So I think it's going to be a song that grows on me. And yeah. Um, yeah, I think when you listen to it for the first time, and I think this is why people slept on it so much is that, the first time it just it I agree it does seem like a little cheesy the chorus is I, I don't know lyrically not as good yeah. as their other songs yeah. and and but the more you listen to it the more you like catch on and you're like oh wait like yeah, I don't a, know what it is about this it's song a dance. but I, it's a bop yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah so I'm glad you chose that song my is this my final song yeah okay so my final song, I wanted to kind of appeal to the same uh, kind of feeling because I, I kind of leaned more into the rock and then a little bit more of their expansive music. But I wanted to show a little bit better of what they can do melodically and with their pop. So I chose Borderline from their newest album, The Slow Rush. I think my biggest critique of this album is that it's kind of the same as Currents. Uh, in terms of its style, it's it's more electronic. Um, I think, like I said, there's an argument that can be made that it's probably better than Currents, um, in my opinion. But uh, Borderline was a single for this album, and it's such a standout, and I love... It's just such a bop from the first minute that you hear it. Um, so I think that's everything that I wanted to say. This is Borderline. the funky bass yeah i do too i was that hoping song. that you would notice that it's so good i love it it's so good it's like 
it's it's so minimal like yeah. you don't even notice it yeah. until like you do and then you're like oh yeah say less yeah. <laughs> So, okay, so that's that all of our songs. wraps up our show. Yeah, that's all of our songs. Um, please make sure to vote on our polls. We want to see how you feel about these two artists. I, you know what, Tame Paula is growing on me. I still don't know if I'd listen to him on our regular, but I have a, I have a better appreciation for them. That's so. good. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, follow us at Face Off Chicago and at Tristan Wilbers and at Callie Raff and vote on the polls And you can there. vote on our Twitter too. Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anything else? Nope. That All was right. a good show. Thank you for listening, everyone. Yeah. Oh, of course. How did I forget to thank the listeners? Thank you to <laughs> anyone who's listening. We really appreciate it and, and have a great quarantine life. Peace.